0: John 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Amen. Thank you, Gene. So we're thinking about abiding in Christ. Abide in me. Jesus says, I am the true vine. uh, One of the great seven I am's of John's gospel. uh, And Jesus revealing who he truly is, that he and the father are one. And last week we were thinking about how He invites us to abide in him, how he invites us into an intimate relationship with himself, that you and I were made for intimacy with God. Without him, we can do nothing, but with him, we can do all things. As Paul writes to the Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And in this abiding and with this picture of a vine Uh, a vine was uh, a symbolic representation of israel and jesus saying i am the true vine i am all that israel was ever meant to be i am the embodiment of israel in and through my life my words my actions i am revealing to you how israel should be living in god's world god's way and in this abiding and with this picture of the vine, we are invited to move into a relationship with him. And then we are to move out from his presence to share his love, moving in and out of uh, intimate fellowship with the Lord. The rhythm is we be and then we do. And so often we get caught up in doing, 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 doing. And I think the enemy of our souls uh, tries to sow those lies into our lives that we can impress God through what we do for him, that we can gain his love, we can get his attention, we can gain his favour through the things we do for him. It couldn't be further from the truth. He loves us, he loves us, he loves us. He's maxed out on his love for us, 24-7, 365, for all eternity. He loves me, he loves me, he loves me. There's nothing I can do that will make him love me any more. There's plenty I can do that will bring pain and disappointment uh, to his heart, but there's nothing I can do also that will make him love me any less. My doing, my Performance, my activity does not make him love me any more or any less. I do out of relationship because I want to bring pleasure to his great heart. Everything needs to flow out of relationship and not be a means of moving into relationship. Jesus is the source of our life, he is the sap that flows from the root through the stem. Of that true vine to us who are the branches and we are to sojourn we are to stay to remain to abide in him and within this image of jesus as the true vine and the father as the vine dresser we see a repeated cycle of pruning and fruitfulness the vine dresser the gardener the father prunes the branches so that they produce greater quality fruit the lord is looking for fruit in our lives you and i are designed to live fruitfully for god to bring honor and glory to his great name and we're going to see that comes to a rhythm of rest and work being then doing rather than doing and then being So if you think about it, it's like the flow of a pendulum swinging between rest and work, abiding and fruitfulness, pruning and growing. I rest. I remain in his presence. I be with him. I allow him to cut back the things in my life that uh, he needs to bring more fruitfulness in. I rest in him. I remain with him. That is what it is we are invited into that covenant relationship and we have ever um, open access to his presence because of Jesus great sacrifice and then working is bearing fruits and we'll think about fruitfulness next week bearing is doing bearing is growing and bearing is being about the father's business which is bringing the kingdom into this world in greater measure We abide in Christ, we abide in his words, uh, prophetic words, personal words, the words of scripture, and we abide in his love. And all of those are designed to produce and stimulate fruitfulness in our lives, that the great command to love God and to love one another and the great commission to make disciples of all the nations is part of the fruit that comes in our lives. His purpose is that we are missionary disciples. He calls us to himself to make himself known in the world. You know, there are rhythms in every part of life. Rhythms play a massive part in nature, in creation. Think, day follows night, follows day, follows night. The seasons, winter, spring, summer, autumn. The weather. Sunshine always follows rain. There may be a few clouds in between, but the sunshine always follows the rain. And if you just think about it, there are so many rhythms within the natural world, the great and glorious creation that God has made. We see rhythms within our own bodies, the way our bodies regulate our temperature, the way on an automatic basis, so many of the uh, functions and operations Of this amazing system that is our bodies all work with rhythms and patterns and routines and you and I all live our lives in rhythms and routines so important then that we have rhythms in our spiritual life rhythms bring order and they bring balance and uh, they're really really good for us and none of us can live without helpful And healthy rhythms in our lives and one of the keys to abiding well with father son and spirit and one of the keys to being fruitful for the lord is to have those healthy rhythms in our spiritual lives and to be intentional about them we have to be intentional about them so that then they become habit and then they become part of that unconscious thing that i just do because it's how i live and i Uh, I've been doing it that way for so long that it just happens without me having to think about it. I want you to think about the rhythm and the pattern of the branch growing. There's the root, there's the stem, and then from that shoots will come and the branches will sprout forth. The branches will grow and then the the branches will have their own little offshoots and there'll be buds and then there'll be blossoms and then there'll be fruit. You know, there's a, there's a rhythm in the growth of the vine itself. And the father, on with a rhythm, the gardener, the vine dresser, he will cut back, and he will cut for shape, and he will cut for purpose, and he will cut to bring greater quality of fruitfulness. All of these rhythms we see in the life of the vine. You see, we, it's all about abiding in his love and working from his love rather than working for his love. Every one of us, I know, has been fooled and tricked by the lies of the enemy to think that we can work for his love, to think that there are things we can do that will impress Father, gain his attention, get His favour. He loves us. He loves you. Just like he spoke to Jesus at his baptism before Jesus had done anything for him. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He is well pleased because his love is set upon us. And you know, perhaps the greatest danger for us. And we see a little insight in this in the lives of the disciples. The greatest danger for us is when we're in a great place or a great season of fruitfulness and successful ministry. You know, when life is hard and life is tough, our natural inclination is to cry out to God and call on God and wanna be with God. But when life is on easy streets and when life is good and all is going well, you know, we can think we can so easily Think that we can make it on our own we can get caught up in our own fruitfulness we can get caught up in our own success it's a dangerous place for us to be which is why it's so important we've got that habit that unconscious habit of keep coming back close to the source back into the presence of Jesus you know when Jesus began his ministry in Galilee and uh, had that day where uh, miracles and healings and deliverances were happening. Uh, the next day, the disciples got up and said, come, 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 all the people are waiting for you. They're looking for you. Uh, they want more. And the disciples wanted more. They were excited. This, the kingdom was breaking forth. And Jesus said, no, no, no. I must go to the other towns and villages of um, Israel he was caught up in the father's purpose. He had spent time in father's presence and he knew what was next on the agenda. So, so important that we daily connect, we daily abide so that we can then move into action. Uh, From that place of rest, from that place of relationship with father, son and spirit, because the place of rest is the place of revelation, That's where we need to be hearing from God what he wants us to do each day. That is the pattern of Jesus's ministry. Frequently we see in the Gospels, either early in the morning or late at night, he is alone with the Father. He's drawing aside. He's taking time out. He's taking time to hear what's on Father's heart so that he can say, I only do and say what I see and hear the Father doing. And you know, if we're following a Jesus rhythm of life in our lives. There will be times of solitude. There will be times where we're committed to and deeply embedded in community. And there will be times where we're ministering and where we're involved in the mission of God. We come into his presence uh, and so that we can carry his presence out into Towns, villages, and cities, we can share the love of God with people. We can bring the kingdom, the justice, joy, peace, salvation, healing, and deliverance of the kingdom of God to flow in and through our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it is only in uh, community that we can share that life and mission together. This is the pattern of Jesus's life. Daily, he spent time in devotion with the Lord building his relationship with god weekly he had a habit of going to the synagogue every sabbath he took time out on the sabbath he gave that day to god regularly he went on retreat he drew aside so that he could be refreshed in father's presence and on occasion he totally took time out remember that time he takes the disciples way up to Caesarea philippi up in the north of the country near gentile territory and it's there as they taken time out from their regular routine that the great revelation is given to peter uh, stimulated by jesus's question who do people say that i am he says you are the christ the son of the living god and jesus says flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but it's come through revelation from the father So you and I need to follow the pattern of Jesus individually and in community. There's times of daily devotion. There's times of Sabbath, times of retreat and times when we just draw aside and take time out with God. We abide, you see, so that we can be. We abide so that we can do. We abide so that we can move in kingdom action and be fruitful for god we need these healthy christ-like rhythms in our lives we are invited into communion to be sent out in and through the great commission into his love to share his love that swinging pendulum back and forth and it operates in so many different levels in our lives may we be those that uh, truly know what it is to rest with him so that we can work uh, purposely and fruitfully for him be blessed in jesus name amen we're going to now continue our worship through song